48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. The top stories. Hong Kong's daily tally of COVID cases drops below 2,000 for the first time since the middle of February. The former Chief Secretary, John Lee, who has who is running for Chief Executive, says he has secured around 300 nominations. And Customs say they've seized a record 700 kilos of the drug methamphetamine. Hong Kong's daily tally of new COVID cases has fallen below 2,000 for the first time since the middle of February. The Centre for Health Protection recorded 1,900 infections. That's 600 fewer than yesterday. About half were reported following rapid antigen tests. A recent government campaign has asked everyone to self-test for the past three days from Friday. Centre's Albert Howe said the self-testing programme was useful. We will need to see how many cases were found after the three-day program ends. Preliminary speaking, it's effective, as we have at least found some 2,000 cases. Nearly 70% of the 2,000 cases were asymptomatic. If they had not done the test, they would have continued to go out and had contact with other people without knowing they infected. The transmission chain would have continued. Chief Executive Kerry Lam says the government will announce details this week of the relaxation of social distancing measures from the 21st of this month. Speaking at a press conference, she said there hadn't been a surge in cases during the three-day self-test exercise. Mrs Lam said while there's no way of knowing how many people had self-tested over the period, she believed many had. But she said the results of the exercise would not have a bearing on the relaxation of the social distancing measures. By now, it is quite clear that we are trending down. By and large, unless there was an exponential surge, otherwise we, we would continue to um, implement the relaxation. But the relaxation will be gradual. It will take three stages over three months in order to remove most of the social distancing measures that we have uh, put in. But apparently it will have uh, no particular relevance to the, uh, RAT, the RAT exercise. Meanwhile, on the mainland, there's been a slight rise in cases, with the vast majority coming from Shanghai. Damon Pang has more. Mainland health authorities recorded a total of 26,355 new infections in the past day, up slightly from the day before. Among them were just over 25,000 local asymptomatic infections, all but around 1,000 of which are from Shanghai. Another 1,006 patients from the financial hub showed symptoms. Shanghai's authorities said they have strengthened supplies for foodstuff, medication and baby products, saying this is a key point of emphasis as the city remains under lockdown. Former Chief Secretary John Lee, who is running for chief executive, says he has secured around 300 nominations from election committee members. person hoping to stand for CE must get at least 188 nominations, with at least 15 from each of the committee's five sectors. Violet Wong has more. Speaking to reporters, Mr Lee said he had held two virtual meetings with 130 election committee members and that he'd received valuable feedback. He said he was now working on his political platform. Mr Lee also said he was thankful to the vice chairman of the Chinese People's Political Consultative Conference, former chief executive C.Y. Leung, who went to his election office in Wan Chai to give him his nomination form. Mr Lee said he would unite society. He cited the distribution of anti-epidemic packs as an example of making an all-out effort. 
Customs officers say they've seized a record 700 kilos of the drug methamphetamine in a joint operation with the mainland counterparts. Timmy Song has the details. Officers said the $400 million haul was confiscated at the airport and a warehouse, and they were now looking for the mastermind. Officers first found 447 kilos of meth in liquid form, concealed inside three huge transformers in a shipment from Mexico last month. They then found a further 253 kilos of meth hidden in 10 pieces of industrial-use anti-fibatory rubber at a warehouse in Shengshui. After further investigations and an exchange of intelligence with anti-smuggling departments on the mainland, two men have been arrested in connection with the case. Now the weather be mainly fine, cloudy periods tomorrow morning, minimum temperature about 21 degrees, hot during the day, maximum temperature around 28 degrees tomorrow, visibility will be relatively low in some areas during the day tomorrow. Light winds, the outlook, winds will be weak and the visibility will be relative, will be low in a following couple of days, hot during the day, a few showers on Wednesday and Thursday, windier in the latter parts of this week, temperatures currently 22 degrees, humidity 80%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. Patients and Healthcare Professionals' Rights Association convener says authorities should make it easier for elderly people and children who've received a Sinovac jab to switch to BioNTech for their second dose. Jeffrey Pong said that would offer them better protection against COVID more quickly. Meanwhile, infectious disease specialist Wilson Lamb said that the rather low inoculation rate was why the Territory has seen so many COVID deaths in the current outbreak. Vice President of the Hong Kong Society of Infectious Diseases said people should get jabbed even though the fifth wave of infections appears to be easing. Probably uh, would expect the sixth wave to be around in Hong Kong maybe in six to nine months time because by then we would have lost some of our antibody or immune protection on our population level. So and then we will be like last year or early this year mid this year again when everybody just rushed to get vaccinated and then the demand is too huge and we are not able to cater all the demand at the same time. People in France are voting in a presidential election. It's expected to be a tight race between the two frontrunners, President Emmanuel Macron and the far-right leader Marine Le Pen. PCC Schofield reports. The French traditionally vote in force at presidential elections, but there have been worries that this one might see a high level of abstention because of an uninspiring campaign that started under the shadow of COVID and then the Ukraine war. But the apparent surge in support for Marine Le Pen in the last couple of weeks has raised the stakes. Were she to be elected president on April the 24th, it would be a political earthquake, not just for France, but for Europe and the West in general. Polls last week that showed Macron and Le Pen ahead of the pack also showed that around a third of people who said they were sure to vote had still not finally decided for whom. So surprises tonight are quite possible. The Prime Minister of Australia, Scott Morrison, has called a general election for next month. Speaking in Canberra after asking the Governor-General to formally dissolve Parliament, Mr Morrison emphasised his economic track record, saying his government had cut taxes and laid a strong foundation for Australia to prosper. We are dealing with a world that is less stable than at any other time since the Second World War. Our economy has many, many moving parts. And there are many great risks, but I believe there are many, many opportunities there to be seized from the strong position we've put ourselves in as a country as we emerge strongly from this pandemic. Now is not the time to risk that. Paul suggests Mr Morrison will be defeated by his Labour Party rival, Anthony Albanese.
Best-selling novelist known as Jack Higgins has died. He was 92. He wrote 85 novels, but is best known for his 1975 book, The Eagle Has Landed, about a Nazi plot to kidnap Winston Churchill during the Second World War. The BBC's Jason Kay looks back at his life. Born Henry Patterson in Newcastle-upon-Tyne, he wrote the first of more than 80 books under his own name, but he soon started using pseudonyms including Martin Fallon, Hugh Marlowe and James Graham. But he'll be best remembered as Jack Higgins, the author of the wartime thriller The Eagle Has Landed. The novel was turned into a film in 1976, whose cast included Robert Duval and Donald Sutherland. I want you to go to England for me. Colonel, I barely know you. To assist in the kidnapping and safe return to Germany of Winston Churchill. His other books included The Wrath of God and A Prayer for the Dying, also turned into films. Sporting Formula One, a flawless Charles Leclerc led from start to finish to steer his Ferrari to an action-packed win at the Australian Grand Prix, with world champion Max Verstappen failing to finish. The world championship leader from Monaco started from pole, held his position at the first corner and never looked back, scorching round the 58-lap Albert Park circuit to take the chequered flag by a massive 20.5 seconds. Red Bull's Sergio Perez was second, with George Russell an encouraging third for the struggling Mercedes team, and his seven-time world champion teammate Lewis Hamilton fourth. In the English Premier League, expectations are high for tonight's big match, which kicks off in a, in a few minutes' time. The leaders at Manchester City are playing second place Liverpool, and there's only one point between the two. In earlier games, Leicester City beat Crystal Palace 2-1, Norwich beat Burnley 2-0, and Brentford beat West Ham 2-0. To end the news, the top stories once again. Hong Kong's daily tally of COVID cases drops below 2,000 for the first time since the middle of February. Former Chief Secretary John Lee, who's running for Chief Executive, says he has secured around 300 nominations and customs say they seized a record 700 kilos of the drug methamphetamine. The news from RTHK. Thanks for lots of more headlines from our newsroom at midnight. Ten minutes after 11, hour two of Sunday Light.
Everything's nice and uh, upbeat for you, just for a little while. Dua Lipa with love again. We're going to wait through the show tonight. We've got more from Cynthia Arrivo, our featured album, Chapter 1, Verse 1. And uh, also, later on, we're going to chill things out a little bit with a bit more uh, Cafe Del Mar. Some head candy. I've got the, the Candy Lounge album as well. Looking at some of the albums we've featured over the past number of weeks as well, including Alicia Keys. First of all, Tony Braxton. Stay. 